Make sure my phone's on mute. Um, before we start, how you feeling? How you feeling? Yeah, man, I'm chilling, dude. Uh, it's my it's my cousin's birthday today, so he's a little he's a little fucked up right now. That's why he wasn't on the call with me right now. He's supposed to be earlier, but he said he said he wanted to be a little bit sober for uh if he wanted if he was going to talk about music. That makes sense. That makes sense. But you know what else makes sense? What else makes sense, bro? The fact that I'm fucking live right now. Oh shit, that's true. That's true. Never fucking stop. No matter who the fuck is in the co-pilot seat, I will never stop. And that means that I will never stop rolling this intro. Good morning. Transcending history and the world, a tale of souls and swords eternally retold. Welcome to the stage of history retold. The mark of my dignity shall scar thy DNA. Welcome back to Inside the Actor's Studio. I'm your host, Adam, and I'm here for a very special episode. I am joined by the person who has helped us out since essentially day one, the one and only Mari. What's up? Yeah, bro. What's going on? What's going on, man? Shit. I mean, I've been, I've been listening. I've been peeping. Fuck. I've been peeping what you've been doing since we were in high school. <laughs> All right. Like, I've been fucking with your art, like, like, like regular art, like fucking like picture art for years. And then when I found out you were into music, I was like, oh shit. Let me hear that. So, it's good stuff. It's fucking good stuff. In fact, yeah, long-time listeners have heard it. It's the fucking outros for every episode since, like, episode three. All right. Yeah. Yeah, gee, that's crazy. That's crazy to think about, man. Because, like, like, honestly, I remember the exact time where I made that outro beat, too, bro. Like, I was just at some insomnia one day, and I was like, fuck it. Let me just, like, let me just experiment with some crazy shit. And then, like, it ended up sounding, like, pretty cool, like, like a little spacey thing, bro. Mm-hmm. I just it, it was really fun making that beat. Really yeah, I mean, I, I fucking like how it sounded. You sent me like five beats, and out of all the beats that I got, that was the one it was called. I believe like Gazer Beam or something, named after my nigga from The Incredibles. All right. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, like it was just it was just random, random stuff that popped into my head, bro. Like I said, it was running off fumes at that point. I just wanted to see like how far I could push my creativity. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, like you were saying, man, like. Like, like, like everybody kind of knew me for art, like my visual. I've been doing that for like 15 years and stuff like that before like music and everything like that. So everybody pretty much knew me for that. Um, So when I started doing music, it was kind of like it kind of seemed like it came out of left field. But for me, it came naturally because it was like I've always been that type of person to experiment with like different art forms, even Mm -hmm. within like visual arts and stuff. Like, as you know. Like, like in high school and stuff, like I was doing like hella paintings. Uh, I think I was doing digital art back then too. Like I was just starting to get, get into that. And then uh, I was doing like traditional pen and paper stuff. I was just doing like hella shit, bro. So like, to me, branching off into music was like something that I always planned on doing, but I just didn't know how I would do it. Whether it be like traditional instrument or like producing. But I just uh, eventually started like producing when the pandemic hit. I just fell in love with it, man. Everybody grabbed new hobbies as soon as that shit hit. And it's, it's good to hear that it came naturally, though. Like, a lot of people, 
like struggle when it comes to finding their voice especially in like music you know in an art form that is even though the bar is like lower to get into it you know with shit like soundcloud and shit it's like harder to make it like real big you know uh that's interesting like what you, like what you mean by that it's like, like you can have like a big hit right think of somebody like lil xan right like he had one song that blew the fuck up and then failed to sustain that right it is like easy to get noticed but it's hard to get big you know what i mean the bar for entry is so is is so low as long as, long as you have a soundcloud account like a laptop and you know like an internet connection that's that's all you really need you know so it's like this the sort of what we require out of our artists is a lot more shall i say challenging than it's ever been you've got to be distinct in a world where everybody's the same essentially and i think you've managed to fucking do that you know there's not many there's not too fucking many artists i listen to that are like you that have that sort of vibe that you have you know like yeah, man, I, re- I, re- I really appreciate that g uh i see what you mean though like with like the whole like I don't even want to, like, diss them or anything like that because at the end of the day, they did their own thing. So, like, what I say right now isn't necessarily a diss. It's just more so, like, what I've observed, like, over the years. Like, mm-hmm. like you you mentioned Lil Xan. You mentioned, uh, well, you actually just mentioned Lil Xan, but I'm going to mention, like, Smoke Perp, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's just those type of dudes. They just have the wrong mindset, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have been, like, really, really, like, like talented like figures um like in their respective niches but like they just really like had that i don't give a fuck attitude about anything you know like they were disrespecting ogs like i think smoke perk was like actually like actively telling niggas to say fuck j cole during the concert this is like bro like <laughs> that's fucking are you, wild like bro come on that's like fucking wild. like even though like like i have my own personal opinions about j cole like like I'm never gonna say like J Cole is a bad like artist because that will basically like be the dumbest thing I'll ever say. But I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to like say I listen to J Cole every day and say like I mm-hmm. love him because I don't listen to him every day. But it's just crazy. Like I, I don't know. It was just crazy how he was just having niggas say that. Like that's just like he was just basically asking for your career to just die. <laughs> Yo, speaking but, of concerts, you just had your first one like a couple weeks ago. Hell yeah, man! What was that, that was like fun. for you? Um, uh, it was it was a surreal experience because it, everything kind of happened so fast. Uh, I was just uh, I was making beats one day because I was actually preparing for um my May release because you know I've been releasing a single every uh every month this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was preparing for my May release and uh one of my DJ homies he he hit me up and he was like, hey, like. Look, he's performing at Canopy Club. It's a it's a club on my campus. Uh, for listeners that don't live in Illinois, I go to U of I. So, uh, what's it called? He he had hit me up. He was like, "Yeah, look, he's performing at Canopy Club. Uh, do you want to open for him?" And I was like, "The fuck? Like, like yeah, I want to open for him. Like, I was I was already flirting with the idea of having a show, and I was telling everybody specifically that I was flirting with the idea. With I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a show at Canopy Club. Just like you know." talking shit so like when i actually got the opportunity i'm like hell yeah i want to have this show so um he he sent me the the information to um, one of the djs um who was opening like uh, a couple a couple uh acts after me Mm -hmm. um and then that guy 
sent me the information to the main guy who was organizing everything and I uh I sent them my records and then I reserved my spot and then it just all happened from there bro it was just it was just a crazy ass experience like it was just cool just like it was like obviously like nobody really knew who I was there because like I don't really have like that big of a presence on campus yet um as opposed to like my online presence um but it was just cool to hear my my music on loudspeakers like that and to like get the response that I did because I also threw Joyce off the stage too yeah I saw that video <laughs> yeah. you were like I gotta make this more of a habit that was crazy yeah, I was crazy I was crazy uh, it, it was kind of crazy because like I tried to throw them like as far as I could, but you know, they're, it's just like they're paper. <laughs> oh, you can't really throw them that far. Um, but yeah, I threw, I threw some pre-rolls out. Everybody, everybody fuck with that. But yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely a W experience. I can't wait to perform again, bro. That's crazy. It's, it's that's, that's wild considering like how recent this whole music thing is in the grand scheme of things, you know, like what was like, what was the first time you ever like, um, like ever like like made music period whether it be like like a simple beat or like you you know throwing out lyrics or something like, what was the first time you ever did that uh yeah so first time like i ever really like made music was back in like eighth grade because my dad he's a producer too so i'll always hear him making Ooh. beats yeah like uh not a lot of people know that but uh he's a producer too so i always i would always hear him making beats uh and uh, he would never tell me what program he was using. You always gatekeep his shit for some reason. <laughs> like, I, had a, I, had a, I had a mission impossible my way to figure out what the fuck he was using. I figured out he was using Fruity Loops. And back then, oh, I didn't really loops. listen. I, I didn't really listen to rap. I listened to a lot of like screamo rock music and uh, a lot of Skrillex. So like back then, I was uh, yeah, bro, my music. Band. That does not seem like something you would listen to, bro. Bro, like, <laughs> I can't. I was really into that shit. Like sleeping with sirens was my shit. Um, who are the other ones? Bring me the horizon. Oh um, man, I like the mice and men. They 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 kind of went hard. Uh, yeah, bro. I was into. I was into. I have a really wide range of music taste, but but yeah. Um, so yeah, like I figured. I figured out he was using Fruity Loops, and I was like, finally, like I can finally like make music so i was making like simple like edm like dubstep beats i thought they were hard at the time i found an old clip of them i'm gonna try to see if i can get it for you so you can like play a little clip during the podcast yeah if i can get it i'll run it if i can get it around yeah yeah i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to find it for you but that shit was fucking garbage bro <laughs> like, <laughs> like i looked at, look at that shit back right now i'm like oh my god like <laughs> Like I try to give myself the benefit of that. I'm like, okay, this is this little nigga 13. Like he made this shit. And I'm just like, no, like, you know, it was not. But that's kind of like why, like, why like I kind of keep going with my creativity too. Cause I always had the idea in my head that I was raw as fuck. But like when I look back on it, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's kinda it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's crazy. And so, you know, you you mentioned how you got back into music when the pandemic started like you really threw yourself into it what was sort of that like moment where you were like fuck it i'm I'm, a, I'm gonna try this like what's the point in waiting uh yeah that's a good question um so i i would say like 
to like, all right, so the pandemic for me, it was a little weird because like, like in high school, I was always working, always had a job. I, I, if I didn't have a job, I was always figuring out some way to like hustle or make some sort of cash. Cause I always just felt weird not doing something. So like when the pandemic hit and we had to like not do anything and I had to get unemployment and I was making like way more than I was working. I was just kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I don't want to like really like necessarily like work all the, all these hours for so little. And at first that kind of sounded like a lazy thought. Cause I was like, damn, does that sound like I, I don't want to work or anything like that? And I think it was more so like the work that I was doing wasn't really like fulfilling, you know? Mm-hmm. And I I'm always like, I kind of, I, I just kind of take this, I kind of took a step back and I was just like, what makes me feel fulfilled? And it was always creating. So like, like originally, like it wasn't like music that I was like going to push myself into hundred percent. It was going to be like my art. Like, cause like I said, that was my longest art form. But like, even then I didn't even want to feel like put myself in a box like that. So I just was like, you know what? Music's always been something that I've like flirted with in my mind. Let me just like try it out. Like, I'll, I set a little goal at first. I was like, I'm gonna make a little Uzi beat and then I'm gonna stop. But then I made that beat surprisingly quick and I was like, nah, this shit's fun as fuck. It was like a video game. So I just kept doing it, kept doing it. And um, yeah, it just, it just became like almost like a mini addiction. Like, <laughs> like, like it, it, it's. It sounds bad to say it like that, but like it, it, it honestly feels like like a drug. Oh shit, bro! You're not gonna believe this, but I think this is like some baby mama drama that's happening right now. Oh no! What's going on? <laughs> oh, so like, oh shit! So I'm like, uh, I'm in the car right now because the acoustics in the car are just like are great. Yeah. And like this girl just pulled up to this guy's apartment. She's like banging on his door. Oh shit! Oh no! That's fucked. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. But yeah, well, like, I can't fucking hear it. That's the good thing. It's all confused. Yeah. All that aside. <laughs> but yeah, like uh that's the story though. Yeah, like just realizing that I was just like I was just like I was just like I just can't like I just can't work like no diss to anybody who works a nine to five because you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. But I was just like I can't do that shit and feel good about it like i like i like putting i like investing time into something that makes me feel good Mm -hmm. yeah oh shit like they're okay they're getting physical holy shit oh damn that's fucked (laughs) jesus that's That's actually that actually it's actually kind of fucked it is it is at least good that you want to use your energy for something creative and not you know, working the same job for fucking 40 years, you know, like everybody else did. Yeah. And it's like my mom, she's like, she's always worked like, like my whole life. So I was just like, I got to put the same energy into my stuff. Like she's never like given up on her dreams. She's always wanted to do stuff like in the medical field and she's still like working with her. Oh my, oh my, bro, she just pulled out the kid out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I I'm not making this shit up. I'm not making this shit up, bro. Bro, I'm, bro, and she's, bro, I'm not making this shit up, bro. She's facing a wood, too, bro. I'm not making this shit up, bro. Anyways. Hey, yo. No. 
no, 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 no. Okay, wait, no, because this is like mad distracting right now, bro. It is. I think it is, bro. Because he just, he just like fucking like muffed her face, and she just like fell straight on the ground. Bro. Jesus like, Christ, bro. Like this is like a, this is a situation, bro. I might have to call somebody. Yeah, you might have to call somebody, get involved, or just pull off. Do what you gotta do, Brody. Like this, that was the most distracting shit ever, bro. Let's just let's let's move forward. Let's move forward. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's interesting that you mentioned like you know your parents, uh, your your mom specifically, how she never really gave up on her dreams. Like, what, like what effect has it had on you to have that sort of influence in your life to see somebody pursue, you know, what makes them happy no matter what? Um, it was definitely like I, I feel like I didn't realize what I had, like when I was growing up into like. Like, now when I'm actually trying to do my, my own stuff, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. when I was growing up, I always saw my mom as, like, working, like, like overly hard, like, just working, like, a lot too much. Like, like I just never understood why she was working too much. Like, I always saw this too much, actually. Like, I'm, I'm glad I'm using that phrase right now, too. Like, I just always, uh, dude, they're loud as fuck. Oh, my God. Anyway, I always, I, I just always, like... I always just saw this too much and I was just I don't know like how to de- how to describe it other other than that but like when I started doing my own um my own like endeavors I kind of understood why my mom was going so hard because like that's something like she's dead ass passionate about it was it was very rewarding to have somebody like that in my life to be honest I can relate to that uh like speaking from my own experience uh, my mom like when I was a kid like I never essentially like hung out with her all that much. And I realize now uh, just exactly what she was working for, you know? So I, I can, I can, I can, I can really understand that, you know, having that kind of influence in your life. So let me, let me transition to the actual, the actual product. Right. So what, or who would you say, who would you say are your sort of biggest influences that influence like your specific sound or like even if not, if it's not another art if it's just like a thing that you do that gives you like a musical idea all right adam i'm gonna have to table that question for like a quick second because they're dead ass brawling right now bro she just put her hair up the girl gave her coat to the kid she's squaring up with this nigga right bro she finna go to the car she's gonna grab a gun on this nigga bro i'm dead ass she finna grab a piece on this nigga. Because when Austin 316 meets Pillman, oh my god, nine millimeter fuck, oh my god, I'm gonna blast his shirt ass I'm gonna set the scene right, cause you know I'm a painter and shit. <laughs> sure, so I'm right here. It. I'm right here. The car is in front of me. The kid is right here, circling the car. He opens the. He's op- He's trying to open the door. The parents are in the car. The kid is outside holding the mom's coat. I should not laugh because this kid's probably like really like, going this is through like something. A, bro, like <laughs> the way I'm describing this. Also, keep in mind, viewers, I'm fried as fuck right now. So, like, <laughs> imagine, imagine you're fried as fuck seeing all this shit right now. Jesus Christ, dude. So, like, viewers, <laughs> I'm very, I'm very, like, I very much apologize, like, for our insensitivity right now as as i said before law enforcement is on the way 
I saw the building management confirm it, but it's just like, geez. Nah, um, but nah, so biggest inspiration, right? So I would say like, definitely like top, and people like fry me for this, but like, I'm I'm willing to argue. Like I, this is the hill I'm willing to die over. Like I feel like Cardi's one of my biggest inspirations. Okay. Like, like, like he's like just like from an artist standpoint, man. I just feel like I just relate to him like like hella in terms of like the creative process. Cause like oh shit, here comes twelve. I've never been so excited to see the police. <laughs> As a black male, I'm that is a bro. rare that's a rare thing to hear. <laughs> so excited to see the police right now, bro. Jeez. Uh. Like, bro, send that nigga to jail. Send that nigga to jail, bro. He probably still finna beat the beat 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 this girl ass right now, bro. Oh my god. Send her to send send him to jail. Send him to jail. I, mean, I want to yell that out the window. Send that nigga to jail. Back to the like take that nigga to jail. Yo, some shit like that out. Yeah, for real. Back to <laughs> yeah, brother. Put that in my bio right now, man. You're doing the Lord's work. Who <laughs> like that fucking guy? Have you seen those uh, those uh, those ads for anybody like that's not in Illinois? Fucking Richard Irvin. The only thing the left is scared of is people who look like me and think like us. Fuck Richard Irvin. Bro, this dude was a menace. He was like, bro, said this shit with his whole chest. Like, he was like, all lives matter. Yup. Defend the police. Yes. Yes. I'm like, dude. Nigga, he put that shit in a YouTube ad, and because I don't have premium, I was seeing that ad like every other video, bro. Right, bro, I'm over here watching RPC World 1 Gaming, seeing that shit. I'm getting mad as hell watching The Walking Dead walk through. Oh, but, um, oh god, bro. Anyways, your yeah, biggest bro. inspirations. Yeah, man. Sorry I keep getting distracted and shit. But um, yeah, so I say top definitely gotta be Cardi, bro. Um mm-hmm. like he just you know he has just like a whole bunch of different personas. Like if y'all not really like really in tune with like like Cardi's discography, like you know, twenty I, I don't even want to get this wrong, but like twenty fourteen to like twenty seventeen was like cash cardi. Uh, 2018, 2019, like, Die Lit Cardi era, Baby Voice Cardi era. And then, you know, right now we got the GOAT, Vamp Cardi right now. So it's like, mm-hmm. he's, he just, he put, he, he takes time into his craft. He really creates a different brand with each, like, album release. And it's kind of crazy. Um, and I feel like, I feel like he's also, like, really inspirational with a lot of, like, the, the new sound, like, that's coming up right now. Like, the new TikTok sounds that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's really he's a really big influence on a lot of like the new artists. So I feel like Cardi right there, like, like, like he's a really big influence. Um, let's see who else. I say Lil Uzi too in terms of like, um, the way like I just like play around on the beat, like play around with my voice on the beat sometimes. Like, like Lil Uzi's a big inspiration. I'll say like there's a thing like uh, and other artists will understand i say there's there's like a, a gap between like your skill and your actual taste mm-hmm. so like right now like my my gap between my my little uzi taste versus like my little uzi skill like it's what i can incorporate into my sound 
is like there's a big gap right there but i'm slowly closing that gap so like i'm just learning how to like perform better that's mm-hmm. like where I, that's like where i'm trying to draw inspiration from uzi like in terms of like performances um juice world i would say is another inspiration uh artistically because like he was just like or actually no i would say like it's, 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 in terms of like being like an influencer i would say like juice world's inspiration to me because like he was able to like connect so many people like if he was still alive he would have been like he would have been awesome like completely like other shit like he been like doing like k-pop collabs probably he would have been he would have he would have been doing a lot more like reggaeton collabs because i like but like right before he died or like right after he died he had like an onwell collab and that was pretty fire so like he was just like really good at like bringing people together so like I, i feel like i'm that way too so like he's a really big inspiration for me like in terms of like being an influencer um i'll say my last inspiration though gotta be trippy red like hmm. in terms of like the whole, like aesthetic that i want to give off with like my rage music like trippy just like encapsulates that like perfectly in my opinion man like i personally like it's gonna be a wild statement for like me to say it for a lot of people here but i've never i've never heard a bad trippy song if someone wants to show me a bad trippy song by all means go ahead i personally never heard one wow so, interesting so that's those are definitely my inspiration so like i want to try like to combine those like those sounds definitely and like create my own thing and i, I feel like that's been like that's been like sort of working though yeah i, I feel like it has but you mentioned TikTok, right so let's talk about yeah. that you've been you've been posting a lot of content you've been very active on TikTok. Hey, man. Very recently. We've both been acting, boy. I haven't posted a video in, like, two weeks. I've been busy as fuck. But that video is still collecting views. I hit two million. (laughs) Oh, that shit is busting, G. I seen that shit. I'm like, damn, because I'll be still getting likes off of the comment. And my comment just says, bro. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's weird. TikTok is a platform that uh, I think is... What should I say? It's sort of contributed to that sort of ease of access to new artists and their music, you know, or just to new artists and influencers in general. I got two million views making jokes like and I fucking barely post on TikTok. (laughs) I post on TikTok at 3 a.m. when I'm in my bed scrolling and I see something funny. I download a picture of like The Rock off Google and I just narrate over it. All right. It's (laughs) easy as fuck to get uh, your shit out there on TikTok. So I want to talk about what you post first. You post like, like uh, your own sort of spin on album art. Go ahead and tell me what you post. Uh yeah. So I've been uh, I've been doing album art remixes, and that's basically where I just like expand um like the album art. Oh my god, the plot thickens. Oh my Adam, you're not gonna fucking believe this. What's shit. the play by play, bro? This nigga was at another bitch crib with another bitch kid. <laughs> no. Oh my god. I've decided I'm not cutting any of this out. This shit's staying in. That's crazy. This nigga's a menace. Oh my god, this nigga's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, that's some Brian Pillman shit. That's 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 some shit you could do in like the nineteen fifty-five. Cause don't nobody had a phone, like this this nigga doing this now. Jesus, 
That's crazy. I wonder if both the kids are his. Bro, yes. This man is like begging for his life. He's like pleading, bro. I've never seen somebody so animated right now. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Hey, man. Hey, listeners. I'm going to tell you right now. This is going to be a Mari gem right now. If you, anybody that, if you, if you got anybody editing in post, put like a little sparkle sounds right now. This is a Mari gem. <laughs> never this have crazy. Kids. Yeah, right? Never. Never. Don't take never. the risk. That's an L we don't take. Oh, man. <laughs> never in your life, bro. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, bro. It's, it's not. I don't care if the... I don't care how fat bitch titties are. It's not worth it, bro. Like... I don't care if she got a BBL. All right. Don't go care on. if she got a BBL, bro. It's <laughs> not. Wrap up. Get birth control something pull out be safe <laughs> be safe bro just be safe uh, that's crazy be, be smooth gang but um <laughs> yeah let's uh let's continue yeah. let's continue so the, so the album art that you've been doing on tiktok what was what's what's up with that all right yeah so uh so yeah like um like like i've been saying like throughout this whole podcast bro like um art has been my longest my Bro, was this another bitch that came out of the crib, bro? Like, it's just so much happening. But, but yeah. So like, I've been I've been doing art for the longest time. So I was like, I always kind of had it on the back burner. Like, as you know, in high school, like everybody told me I should always take my art seriously. But I was just like, nah. Like, I'm just always do it as a hobby. Something I just have on the side. Um. But like, I was just like, kind of just like, fuck it. Let me just like, kind of flex my skill that I've been working on basically my whole life. So let me just try to make it music related at least because like, I kind of felt that, I kind of felt it as like, if I went a hundred on my uh, on my visual art, that was basically me saying, fuck my music. And I was giving up on my music and I didn't want to give up on my music. So mm-hmm. I still wanted to keep it music related. So I, it was still within that niche. So I was like, I saw like I saw this uh this girl, I forgot her her handle and I feel bad that I forgot her handle. Um she made a juice world like like painting. Um it was a co- it was a combination of all his album covers. And I was like, damn, that shit's sick as fuck. Um and I was originally gonna like do something similar with like Lil Uzi's uh album covers and I was gonna do that, I was gonna do a painting as well. But I was like, nah, like, like painting takes a long time and, you know, niggas got class. So I was like, you know, let me try to do something digitally. And one day I was just messing around with a, a Juice World cover. I think it was, Le- it was Legends Never Die. And uh, I was I was just playing around with it and I was just letting my imagination go through. And I was just extending, like, like just extending it as far as I can go. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. And like... Um, I don't know if you know the app Procreate on iPad, right? I haven't really heard of it. I don't have an iPad, unfortunately. Uh, uh, I just got a fucking iPhone, like a basic bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they got it on iPhone, so I be using it on iPhone to edit some pictures sometimes. But uh, Procreate is, like, really good. Like, on uh, it's just, like, it's just a really good app in general just for, like, just getting into graphic design. Um, but, yeah, they also have a feature on there where it, like, records every stroke and, like, put together a time lapse for you so i was like yeah let me just see how it looks through a time lapse and that ended up looking pretty cool so i posted on tiktok 
not expecting anything to happen, but like end up getting some numbers and I was like, oh shit, like this is like pretty cool. And then people started like suggesting stuff. And then uh, I started doing people suggesting and those suggestions and then those videos got numbers. Um, and then everything just kind of took off from there. Just like ended up just happening real fast. Like you said, like, like one day you're just scrolling and then you just post a video and then that shit gets up and then you find like a little algorithm and then like the rest is just there. No. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. So, but it's like, <clears throat> oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, brody. It's just you're the one whose who's, uh, words are the most uh, important here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate it. But I was like, uh, what I was going to say was, um, I feel like with TikTok, like with the, uh, I feel like TikTok rewards comedy a lot better than it rewards like, like content about art. Cause like, yeah. content, content about art is like, it's like it's a lot like more judgmental than than comedy is. I would feel like, like with comedy, I feel like everybody like laughs. Even though even though art and comedy is both subjective, I feel like on TikTok, like everybody like laughs. Like if everybody sees a funny video, like people will like laugh at that shit. You know, but like with art, like like people are like quick to like, especially if they're trolls too. Like if people troll on an art video. And say it sucks like everybody's gonna be quick to hate on that art video just because somebody trolled it you know so it's like it's like a lot more like like management in terms of like weeding out like like troll comments and shit like that like like i don't know like where i was trying to go with that but basically like like yeah like that's just like kind of the struggle like i'm kind of seeing right now like with like trying to like keeping my trying to keep my tiktoks a little like re- relevant yeah i feel that TikTok as a platform is certainly mad interesting because, like I said, I can post like a fucking video of me saying some bullshit at 3 a.m. and get, you know, 2 million, a couple hundred K, and then you can post consistent videos about art and people will hate on it. Like, it is a platform that is, I think, benefited the most from the anonymity of the internet. You know, like you said, um, when people see an art post, everybody suddenly becomes a fucking critic. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, but a video about comedy, it's like, what, what are you, what are you gonna hate on? The joke? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like on? if you, like <laughs> nobody wants to be that guy that hates on the joke. You know? Right. Mm. So it's like, yeah. But not like, no, like I'm definitely like grateful for my TikTok homies. Like everybody, like everybody that's on my TikTok, like like very very grateful for them and like they know who they are too i'm gonna I'm send them this video um and they're gonna be pretty geeked about it too like um like they've been showing me mad love bro um and they literally just like don't even know me like as a person like i don't really post myself on tiktok a lot either so like they're literally just like basing their judgment off of my art and that's pretty cool like to to see like how like welcoming like the online community seems to be a lot like like nowadays even though it can be really toxic too mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like nowadays like it's re- it's a lot more support online than there is like negativity you just gotta just know where to go yeah that's true <clears throat> i think tiktok as an app is is essentially run by gen z who kind of understand the value of like not being an asshole even though that mm-hmm. app is also on the extreme opposite end <laughs> It's it's not it's nothing like Twitter though. Twitter is <clears throat> we don't talk about Twitter on this fucking show. Uh, uh, but Elon, 
Elon Musk bill. Nah, fuck that nigga. Anyway. <laughs> so I've noticed like a common theme in your music and in your art where you make um, a lot of art about your relationship. Tell me how important that has been to you and to your art and the artistic process and all of that. Um, yeah, like, um, I don't really even notice it myself, but, um, now that you say it, like, yeah, like, a lot of my art does have my girlfriend in it, Erica. Um, as you, as you know, like, Erica also went to high school with us, so, uh. Yeah, that was a love story, like, nigga. That yeah, was yeah, but it, 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 it wasn't like, like, not gonna lie, we both kind of, like, didn't really expect it to go like that, for real. But, like, I'm definitely glad. Oh, my God, this bitch done hit our... Not my car, but she hit another car. Dude, <laughs> yeah. not make this shit up, bro. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, but, um, yeah, no, like, no, me and Erica, we've been together for, like, uh, for a really long time, bro. She's a, she's a, she's a really important part, uh, in my creative process and also just, like, in my life in general. She's just a really big support system that I have. Um, yeah, bro, like, like, I feel like, like when I when I first started doing this music stuff, like, like, it was really hard to tell people that I was doing music because you already know how people like get when you tell, like, you tell them that you're doing music. They'd be like, oh, like you're doing music, like, like they just automatically just don't take you serious. Yeah. So it was like, I was very I was very selective with like who I let know I was doing music at first, and like when I told her I was doing music and I was doing all this, she was like very supportive from the jump. Even, like, with my first songs, like, she, like, like, I could tell, like, she did not rock with them hoes at all, but, like, she still, like, did her best to, like, sit through them and was, like, okay, like, like, okay, I see this, like, your first beat, like, just, just keep working on it, like, she just, she just always, like, encouraged me to just keep going, so it's, like, like, of course, like, I'm gonna try to, like, show her within my, my art because, like, my art is a part of, like, my art is just an emulation of my life. And she's, mm-hmm. like, a really big part of my life. So, of course, she's going to be a big part of my art. That's that's nice. That's nice to hear that. It's, it's um, I know how you mentioned, like, people don't take you seriously. We were both around, you know, uh, when, when, when fucking people found out somebody from, you know, uh, our school made music and that shit was garbage. And we, we saw the after effects of that. Uh, thank God, none of the people that I fucking rock with these days know uh, are familiar with my former music career. That shit was garbage. Um, but I digress. <clears throat> I'm fucking. I'm happy to have brought you on. You know, I think I've sort of gotten a better insight into you. You know, and what you do yeah, and the music that I hear coming from you. Which I mean. I, I talk about it all the time. I say it's awesome all the time, but it's fucking good. And I will leave a link to your Spotify page, your Apple Music page, so that people can sort of get a feel for you. And they can listen, of course, after the interview and after the podcast proper for, you know, a bit of, you know, what you do. And if they go back and listen to the older episodes, they can get a different bit of what you used to do back in like 2021, you know. But I'd like to thank you for joining me, bro. It's been a fucking pleasure. And... Hey, hey man, thanks for having me, bro. Like, I'm sorry that like half, sorry, sorry like half the podcast. Nah, it's good, you, bro. Like, <laughs> like I had a, I had a, I genuinely had a lot to say on this podcast, but shit, like, we were just, I was over here narrating a whole fucking event right He's now. Giving the play by play, nigga had Jr. with him. Fuck, bro. It was, like, 
It was literally, it was literally the craziest thing I've ever seen. The yeah. craziest thing. But uh, but yeah, man, there's de- definitely gratitude for having me on, dude. Because nah, like, bro. gratitude got, for you got, supporting us since day one. All right, dude. Of course, of course, man. Like, like you are, you already know. Like since high school, I always knew you was a funny ass nigga, bro. Like I always knew you was. Like we always used to be cracking, bro. Don't even get me started about Miss Schmidt class. Don't even get me started. <laughs> don't even get me started. Nigga, Miss Schmidt class was teed as fuck, bro. I used to I used to be lying about like me having issues just to get out of that class to go have sex, bro. That was a teed ass class. Alright. Bro, Brooks was a fucking <laughs> fever dream. Niggas talk about euphoria. We lived that shit, dude. Nigga, y'all lived that shit there. I moved to Florida. That shit was worse there, bro. Alright. Oh my god. Niggas was getting out of school pregnant, like Florida's a, a fictional place. That, that shit ain't real. Alright. But I thank you for joining me. And don't forget to stream Mari on Apple Music, on Spotify. Watch his videos on TikTok. Do whatever you gotta do.